We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to talk Sabres hockey. Let's get the inside story. Here's Sabres head coach, Don Granado. The Don Granado Show is being brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth by Losi and Ganji, workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers, and by Town Auto Group. Check out Town Auto Group's lineup of EVs. Now with head coach Don Granado, here's Howard Simon and Jeremy White. Jeremy's off. He is back on Thursday. Joe DiBiase is here for him. I'm still me. And we are going right to the Western Hotline where Mr. Granado is standing by. Coach, good morning. It's Howard and Joe. Happy Tuesday. Hey, good morning. And it's. I think I should start first, Howard, by congratulating you on, what is it, 18 years? Yeah. Yeah, 18 wonderful years. Me, but uh, I've enjoyed the last few, so thank you for that. And uh, I wish you well in retirement. It's funny. Come I was. Us. I was going to actually thank you and not make this a question. You don't have to answer this, uh, Don, but thank you because – Man, thank you for making this hockey season, A, incredibly entertaining, and B, incredibly meaningful. We used to joke too long about when are we going to get meaningful well, games in March, and now they're here. Well, I don't think I've done any of that. I think you need to thank uh, Tage Thompson and Rasmus Dallin and Alex Duck, but I'll pass that along for, for certain. If you don't mind. And by the way, thank Jeff Skinner for Between Two Stalls or whatever that feature he did with Alex. So that good. was hilarious. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, I, I, I did, and honestly, I, I haven't laughed that hard in in quite some time. And and I don't want to tell you how long because it's probably sad. But but yeah, I haven't laughed that hard. Uh, priceless is the way to describe it. I was a little worried I might lose my job because he asked some really good questions. I, I liked his delivery and his <laughs> the way he came up with his questions. They were you know obviously very good. Yeah, and entertaining, definitely. So, All right, let's let's get you know, to. He's got several more episodes from what I. Oh, heard. really? They, nice. They okay. A couple more, so there's more coming. They Good. should be reaching out to streaming platforms already. He's trying to sell it. Was Netflix <laughs> so, interested? Because they so should funny. be. Yeah. <laughs> I had to tell the team yesterday that uh, he the, the well, there's one episode he said that Tage Thompson was my favorite player. He said it to Tage. <laughs> and I corrected him yesterday and said, now somebody else is my favorite player. I told him who. So um, <laughs> we, we got that cleared up. Um, right, let's start with Riley Stillman, uh, picked up by the team yesterday. Don, what can you tell us about him? Well, obviously a player picked up that's been in the other conference. We don't know. I don't know personally a lot about him, but I but I like his attributes. Um, being his age, uh, where he's at in his career, he has some experience with other teams. 
some familiar teams uh, for me. Um, and lots of energy. He has a physicality. He just he will give us some more depth uh, and experience and grit on the back end. Um, so he he fits very well uh, with his attributes and projection. I think he he's there's a lot more to him than uh, he's shown at this point. There's a lot of potential, and that's good. When Darlene gets back, when he plays again, you would have two extra defensemen. Can you do that, keep that, or is someone going to be an odd man out? How might that all shake out? Sorry, sorry, I hit the wrong button. Oh. I hit a mute button on you, Howard. You know sorry what? This that. this shows a lot better when people hit the mute button on me, so that's it's completely <laughs> understandable. You guys are muting me when I call in, <laughs> so I don't feel too bad. But but no, it you know at the after the trade deadline of Friday, uh, there is no the roster is twenty three during the, during the season until the trade deadline. You just have to be cap compliant. Oh, okay. That. You can have more more than twenty three. Gotcha. Uh, which is what will be the case for us. We will be able to carry more than twenty three. Obviously, you play six in a game, and you know we'll sort that out. I think, in fairness to Riley, first of all, there's some immigration when you bring a player from Canada. They can't they can't just play the, that day. They, there's an immigration process uh, through work visas, uh, and that can take you know a day or two or you know sometimes players miss games because of it um and you know after that we want to make sure we integrate him at the pace he can absorb what we need him to absorb obviously mid-season teams are in a rhythm uh defensive partners are in a rhythm and in sync so uh that is a challenge any guy you bring in that's new um you don't want to disrupt uh players as a pair, as a defensive pair being in sync. So we'll see how it goes, but uh, I'm sure he'll be in there soon. Uh, immigration will be the first obstacle, though. Don, how do you imagine this deadline will be different for you? The The team's in a different place in the standings than, than it's been at least last year for sure. And, you know, nobody is talking about, at least here, about like veterans being moved and whatnot. It's about the playoff race and whether or not the team will add and that doesn't mean that everyone on the team will stay but i don't know do, is there is there more comfort in being in this place in the standings and kind of more security in the team not being picked apart i think there's more the, the comfort for us lies in the progression for us so a year ago i can remember looking at the board uh and, and thinking, well, Quinn and Paterka are coming in the lineup. Power is coming in the lineup in, in our future. Um, Krebs is going to be older. Cousins is going to be older, uh, more mature. So I was excited a year ago about our progression and our capacity for growth. We still have an enormous capacity for growth. We're still the youngest team in the NHL. Um, so so there, that feels exactly the same. A year ago at the trade deadline, Kevin uh, Adams made a – you know, not made a statement, but disclosed, you know, his, his approach to last year's deadline. And it was the team was building, so we weren't going to move veterans just for draft picks, just to move veterans for draft picks. There was good chemistry on the team, and he wanted to see, as, as, as I did, what the stretch run would be for our team, feeling it would be good uh, based on the sample that we had to that point, and it was. Uh, so, you know, we were – just moved along that way this year. Now, you know, we know that we're getting better every day. We know that the pressure and the demand that's going to go on us is, is greater because we're in a playoff race. It's greater than if we weren't in a playoff race. So 
that pressure and demand is going to push all our young players to develop more and faster. So we're one team that can be better week by week and we can be better in one month. I can't, you don't, that's not really the case for lots of NHL teams. So, you know, we still feel our, our, our basically instead of trading and not to say we won't trade because we're Kevin's obviously looking at that every day, but we, we offset what other teams don't have. Our players are going to get better by virtue of giving them the ice time and giving them the situation time. Uh, and that's how we've been able to develop Darlene and Thompson and cousins and Krebs. So, uh, we still have, you know, those, those guys' ceilings are still much higher. So um, it's exciting, uh, but I don't think it's much different. That's the short to the long answer. Now, when it, when it comes to actual trade conversations, what is the relationship like with you and Kevin Adams? How much does he ask for your input and or keep you in the loop and everything that's going on? Well, obviously with, with the general managers and their 32 around the league, uh, those guys have to stay on top of the market and how current things are. So Kevin is busy all day long making sure he has a, a feel for what's going on around the league, what the market price is for, for any move or potential move. Uh, and, and when, you know, when it comes down to what might be available for us, uh, that's this conversation that, that, you know, I would be in. Uh, based on our, you know, how, what do we, how do we want to shape our team? What do we want to do? Um, and Kevin's with us every day. So in the morning he comes, he sits with the coaches. We talk, uh, you know, he'll, he'll go into his office, obviously have to have those conversations, uh, oversee Rochester uh, and communicate there. And then we'll, we'll circle back throughout the day. Uh, and if there's any updates and things that he, he feels we should talk about, we would talk about at that point. Um, so that's when I would, you know, be in, be in the loop on things. I don't want to be in the loop on a lot, uh, just what's, what's essential. And the, the perfect example is a Jack, when we traded Jack Eichel, I, I didn't want to be involved in any of that, uh, nor should I have been involved in any of that until it came down, okay, what do you think of these players or this option or this option? And, and you give your, um, you know, feel on it, your angle on it, and uh, Kevin makes a decision. To the team on the ice, Don, Tuck's injury out a couple weeks or week to week, however it was officially phrased. You put Jack Quinn on the line with Thompson and Skinner, and one game in, right? So far, so good. So I guess, what did you like about Quinn that you thought that would be a good combination to have him uh, replace Tuck on that line? Uh, one one really key attribute is hockey sense. Um, when you play with a player as intelligent as Jeff Skinner and Tage Thompson, who who needs the puck at the right time, uh, and it'll be in the back of the net if that's the case. You you need somebody that has a feel for time and space and hockey sense, uh, and Jack has that. And um, you know, in fairness to Jack, uh, he's still a young guy. Uh, there's still high demand with the opposition and size, strength, speed. Um, so you, you know, um, sustainability through you know, maybe nagging injuries, anything that can occur. Uh, this is a good opportunity. I knew he was fresh, feeling good about his game, uh, to put him in that spot uh, the other day. And, and that will stay the same tonight uh, because of the other day. So, But I also feel we have other guys that can, that can slide in there. And we'll just keep it day by day. It's a lot of pressure uh, to be in that spot because you got a guy that 
you know, as prolific scoring right now as, as Thompson and, and playing uh, at the level that Skinner is, uh, sometimes are those yeah, those are real challenging spots because of that, but Jack's handled it very well. We're with Don Granado here on the Western Hotline. Sabres play Columbus tonight at home, 7.30 face-off, so keep that in mind. And if you're looking for it on the TV side, ESPN Plus and Hulu tonight. Uh, since since Joe brought up the top line, I wanted to ask you about Jeff Skinner, and we know he's a goal scorer, but we were talking about his numbers. He's he's on pace to just obliterate his career high, and it's his assists that really stand out. You know, he's got 34 assists. That is already a career high. And I just wanted to ask you about his overall game. I mean, did you? He's made some fantastic passes to set up goals by the top line this season. Was that? Always there? Like, we always thought of him as, like, a goal scorer, but it seems like he's showing an overall part to his game this season on that line. Yeah, that was a lot of if – you, if you could recount my comments when we shifted him to center, when, uh, you, you'll hear me say a lot of his ability to make plays lateral, left and right, mm-hmm. east and west. Um, and that's why I wanted to get him off the wall. I, I, I did have the hindsight of seeing that at the national team program – um, I talked with the coaches the other day. There's a couple of goals. Every summer I'm on the computer going through stuff. Um, and last summer I went through some of his highlights at the national team program as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, excuse me. And uh, he set up Austin Matthews for a couple of goals that were just unreal. And they were tappets. And it was just uh, the same thing we're seeing now. Uh, when he's setting up others. So that was a big reason why I wanted to get him to center was uh, because of his creative side and ability to draw people away from pass options. I was asking about Skinner. I think you might have thought I meant Thompson. I want to ask you about... I apologize. No, 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 that's fine. I just, I, I apologize. I, I've just been, been super impressed for him because of his vision and some of the ways he'll set up Thompson, of course, or Tuck. It just seems like he's really got a good knack for, for putting passes in the right spot to f- help guys finish off plays? Well, he does. He's in, and I, I guess I should apologize to Jeff Skinner on that one, huh? but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure he'll get me back in one of his episodes. Um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, Skinner is, is highly creative. Much of what I just said about Tage. I mean, that's, Skinner is evasive and slippery, and he can extend time of possession by his skills by his mm-hmm. agility and mobility and creativity you see him slither through tight spaces and he does that knowing that if i can buy this extra one second there's going to be somebody open uh you know lots of coaches would say you know put that puck in deep uh don't risk turning that puck over get it to a safe place up behind the defenseman but you know, with me and watching him in practice, watching him daily, um, you know, I, I don't mind him doing that one bit because he, he really does know what he's doing. He's he's literally buying in a second or two because he knows there's going to be a scoring chance available uh, in, in that time or after that duration. Uh, and he has all the skill to match the sense. And when it does click and hit, uh, I think we're all entertained. I'll put myself in that category as well. On, on Skinner, quickly also, he Don, he's played the most games in NHL history without <laughs> appearing in a playoff game. And not to say that other teammates don't desperately want to get in the playoffs as well, but is, does, he, does he make that, I don't want to say make that known, but can you kind of even tell, like this is a guy that's been in the league and he's been through it and he just, like, I'd imagine he's desperate to want to get in. 
Yeah, I, I think there's no question he, he wants to get in competitively. Um, and he's hungry for it. I wouldn't say desperate, but extremely hungry. Uh, he's, I think he's elevated his game. I see that uh, day by day. Uh, you see it in practice. You see it in preparation. He's, he definitely knows that, uh, you know, the moment is closer and wants to make that, that, that be this year, uh, by the way he's, he's proceeding. How about in goal? Um, I, I saw a comment you made about Craig Anderson and workload the other day. It, uh, that might be a tricky one. I wonder what you would think about Anderson has been consistent throughout the year, and that game he plays on Flor- against Florida is incredible on Friday. I guess how are you balancing right now maybe wanting to play him a little bit more, but with his age, I guess the question might just be how able do you feel like he is to have his workload increase? I couldn't describe it any better than how you described it. And you started that that question by saying tricky. It's tricky. Uh, it's it's unpredictable. Injuries are unpredictable. Fatigue related to, you know, compounding the potential for injuries, uh, hard to predict. You, you, you can base it on your experience. Uh, but I will say this. The silver lining in this is he had an, he had an incredible performance in Florida uh, the other day. Um the other two goaltenders who are very capable goaltenders are sitting there witnessing, watching, and soaking that in. And, and UPL, if there's one thing we've all watched in the last year, is, is one factor that we could look at is UPL has been able to soak in others' performance and experience. So he's watching Craig Anderson in each day, habits and, and performance, and he's now – his personal standard raises and he sees the way to do it or a way to do it. And so he watches that performance. And I think personally, I think being around UPL, he he looks at says, Oh, I'll do that too. I could do that. And he gets excited about his next outing. So that's the, that's the value of bringing Craig Anderson back. And that's the value of having Craig Anderson perform as he did. And I said to the media, to the group of media yesterday, you know, it's, it's much less of, all of these three goaltenders are capable and capable of winning. It's much less of who is going to play. We need whoever plays to be at their best because when they're at their best, we can win a game with them. And we have no doubt in that. We've seen that. Uh, and so I don't know that we'll change much uh, in the event if we don't want to risk injury yet or at this point with, with Craig. Um, so we'll keep measuring it that way. 7.30 puck drop against the Blue Jackets tonight. Don, is there any update on Rasmus Dahlin and whether or not he might play? Well, we, the update, uh, which, is, which is good, so this gives you a picture. We'll, we won't have an update until he comes in and potentially gets on the ice. So he could be good enough to jump on the ice today. None of, nobody skated yesterday. So, um, and if he is and that goes well, he, he could go into tonight. So he is really day-to-day. Uh, with what he has, but you know, with with the type of uh, ailment he's dealing with, we've we've got a, you know, we don't have information until he comes back in in the, the morning the next day. So uh, we're hopeful, uh, but we do feel it's not uh, long term. Um, so we'll see. Final thing for me, Don. I did want to ask you about Owen Power before we let you go because you had mentioned the other day when when the Darlene story came out about you know being mindful of ice time for a kid like Power. So you go out, you play Washington, and he logs twenty seven minutes and forty three seconds of ice time, and he's playing the Ovechkin line. You got him up on the number one power play, 
and I, I and his offensive game doesn't suffer. He's still a presence in the offensive zone. He ends up getting like five shots on goal. Is I was going to say, I hope you haven't run out of things to say about Owen Power because then you wouldn't be able to answer this question. Is there anything else left you haven't said about Power that you could say? Well, you know what, Howard? You you have a lot of leverage in the sports world. I, I think you should be campaigning for this guy to be called a trophy winner. Yes. Year. And, and, and your listeners should too because <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's, it's, if there was a draft right now for all the rookies in the league, I don't know how he's not drafted number one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how a general manager would not pick him number one. Uh, he is – all the things you mentioned are actually amazing that a player coming in as, as a rookie can be put in those situations. And we all as fans and media and coaches have confidence that he'll, he'll just get the job done. He'll do it. Um, and – Credit to him because he, he worked. He's highly intuitive, highly intelligent player, and obviously has the athleticism and size and strength that, uh, that are at advantage as well. But, um, yeah, he, he, is, uh, he is a special talent, a special person, um, and uh, we're, we're certainly happy we have him because he did step up. I mentioned, too, you know, he, he really can only play three, four minutes more than he's been playing. So, you know, for him, everybody says, well, he's got to step up in the absence of Dalene. He, he truly does, but uh, really everybody else does. There's not much more he could do that he's he's not been doing already. I might spread myself a little thin here, Don. I'm working on power for the Calder, Darlene for the Norris, hey, Thompson for the Hart, and you for the Jack Adams. You're going to have some time on your hands. You could be the campaign manager I got, for all these I awards. Got four yeah. campaigns i got to work on. All right. I got advice for you. Just drop one of them. You don't have to waste your time on mine. Go after those other three because they, they definitely uh, should be in the talk for that. There's no question. So. Well, thank you again for your time, Don. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, continued success. Good luck tonight against Columbus, of course. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate thank you. it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.